Hey y'all, and welcome back to episode six of the Film Strong Podcast, where we talk about all things that embody being a strong woman, whether it be physically, mentally, or spiritually. And I'm your host, Dr. Desiree Walker. So a couple podcast episodes ago, we talked about all the benefits of strength training. Y'all know how much I freaking love strength training. It completely changed my trajectory in fitness so much, like night and day. I was struggling. I was struggling to get lean. I was struggling to get fit in college. I had a knee injury, which forced me to stop doing all that massive amount of cardio, got me into the weight room. I actually started (laughs) on my roommate's Bowflex. Oh my gosh. And I had just started dating my now husband, Ash Walker. And he was a exercise trainer. He was a trainer at that time at the gym, not at the gym where I was currently living. We were currently living about two hours apart, but he was visiting one weekend and he showed me some exercises on the bow flex. (laughs) And that was really the only thing I could do to stay in shape. So I started doing that. And from there, it completely springboarded my trajectory. I got involved in fitness and fitness competitions and physique competitions. I did those. I got my pro card. Then I just jumped over and thought I would do some gymnastics as an adult again. And then I got involved in American Ninja Warrior, competed that for for, um, three times. And after that, I went straight into powerlifting, which I currently just semi-retired. My last competition was the world championships, which I won the overall title and three gold medals. So y'all, if I hadn't started strength training, weightlifting, none of this would have happened. I would have been on that cycle of injury, that injury cycle and not reaching my goals that I want to reach with my physique and feeling good about myself and it completely changed everything. So that is my message. I want to share it with y'all. I know there's a lot of women out there that are just kind of apprehensive and don't have the confidence yet to pick up that dumbbell and start lifting weights. So this episode, that is what we're going to talk about. I'm going to give you like a little three-step plan so you can walk over to that dumbbell rack and you can grab your dumbbells and you know exactly what to do for a workout. Once you start, y'all, the the benefits, not immediate, but they will compound and you will see results. It changes your metabolism when you gain muscle mass. This is something that endurance work. This is something that the elliptical, this is something that the step mill, this is something that running on a treadmill will not do. It builds muscle. It changes your metabolism, meaning that you will burn more calories and it's a lot harder for you to gain weight. And as we age, our hormones change. It makes it a lot easier for us to lose muscle mass. And that is why we gain weight. So y'all, this is the secret to staying younger is maintaining your muscle mass. The key, one of the main keys in maintaining your muscle mass is using your muscles in a way that they will stay strong and grow. And that is strength training. That is lifting weights. So here we go. Here is our three-step plan what are we going to do first? The first step is make sure you have access to weights. Get your equipment, dumbbells. What dumbbells do you need? I recommend getting a range, having a set of a range from 5 to 25 pounds. 
I want you to have access to that heavier weight. If you're just starting out, you're like, oh, there's no way I can like get it. You may need it on the exercises that use the bigger muscles, even if you've really never lifted weights before, because 25 pounds is, is really not quite that much weight when you're talking about dumbbells. And the last thing you want to do is to do your workouts and it not to be effective because you don't have heavy enough weight. So what I recommend getting five to 25 pounds and then you can add up from there. There are different kinds of dumbbells that you can get. There are two like main different kinds. One are those are free dumbbells. You know, you see at the gym, you may even have a set. You can arrange them on a rack. There's, they call it like a dumbbell tree. I'll, I'll give you, I'm going to give you some links below from Amazon of the um, two different kinds that I recommend. Um, there's that kind. And then there's adjustable dumbbells. Now these dumbbells, they are a set. They're one set, but you can make them different weights. So if you need them to be 15 pounds, you can adjust them to 15 pounds and you can do your exercise. And on the next exercise, if you need a lighter weight, you can adjust them down to like five pounds. They're really good to have if you have limited amount of space. Personally, I have both sets. I have both sets. I have one set inside and my, I have a tiny little workout room inside which I'll work out if it's the weather's kind of really yucky and I can't work out outside. I'll use it inside. And mine, which I recommend that you don't really invest this much to start with, um, they go from uh, like five pounds to like 90 pounds each, super heavy. They're pretty expensive. Like they're over like $300, I think. Now, when I bought them back in the day, they were not, they were probably like $150. But they're, I just looked on Amazon, they're kind of pricey. If you have a significant other, a partner that is way stronger than you, that wants to start lifting weights too, and you know he needs or she needs like heavier weights, then that would be a good set to get because you both could use those. Like as she can lift hit more than me on some things some things I can actually live more than him don't tell him I said that but anyway <laughs> anyway um it's, it's great if you have a partner who, who lifts like heavier than you and you want to get heavier weights you can use those but the two different kinds let me go back I was kind of rambling are the free dumbbells or the adjustable kind you, and you can get either one whatever you think you would prefer I'm going to put links in the description below so get your dumbbells the next thing that you need is, I recommend, is not, not, you can actually start this, this routine that I'm going to give you today without these. But if you have them, it's an added plus. The thing is a bench. And a bench is great. It's an adjustable bench. I'm going to give you a link below to the one that I really like. Is that you can use it for, you can put it at different incline, you can do it, use it for a lot of different exercises. You can even use it to do dips if you put your hands on the, the bench and you like put your butt on the bench and put your hands like right by your butt and then scoot your feet out. You can actually do exercises like body weight exercises on them. You can even use some of them to step up on, like for step ups. And be careful if it's too high. Sometimes they're a little bit higher than what they should be. So depending on how tall you are and how high your bench is. But they are good to do exercises like that. And I just love having a bench. You can do a lot of different things with a bench. So if you know you're going to work out at home and you know that you are going to be super committed to, to this, then invest in a bench. The other option 
if you don't want to invest quite as much that can do almost just the same thing as a bench is one of those large stability balls. I have a bench and I have a stability ball. Stability balls are really awesome. They actually make the, some of the exercises harder. If this is your first workout with weights, I recommend that you do the exercises without the stability ball. Most more than likely just like on the floor if you don't have a bench. Just because it's going to make this a little bit harder to stabilize your core. But stability balls are awesome. They're, you can do a lot of different things on them besides weightlifting. That's really not the main thing that they're made for. They're, they're made to do core exercises or to use and substitute for a chair. So get your stability ball anyway. Like if you guys are going to work out at home, get your stability ball. You need it. It's great. It's awesome. So I recommend you get that. It's not necessary, but the thing that you do need are some dumbbells. Okay. Um, the other thing is a, a mat, any type of yoga mat will do. If you can work out on the carpet and you're fine with that, do that as well. But main thing, get your dumbbells. Number two, now that you have your dumbbells and you're ready to work out, what do you need? <laughs> you need a plan. So when you're thinking about starting to lift weights, you need to think about like how much time you want to commit per week. My recommendation, you are starting out, you are, you are a beginner, just starting out, or if you've taken a long break and you're just getting back to working out, two times a week. Two times a week is doable. Two times a week, you don't want to set yourself up for failure and then not get to it for another year. Like, and it really falls in the cracks. It's so much easier to set like a lower goal and that be just like your baseline that you know you can do and just like hit that, hit that solid for a month and then progress up. I'm all about making something that's attainable so it's sustainable because sustainable, sustainability is the key. The key to fitness, the key to results. So you just start now two days a week. Now for your routine, what type of workout are you going to do? Full body workout. I recommend if you're a beginner, a full body workout. Because you're working out, you're doing this weight training two times a week, you can do full body. You know you're hitting everything. Nothing is getting overlooked. You're getting a better metabolic you're demanding more of your metabolism when you do the, your full body routine because you're using more muscle, especially the lower body muscle was where most of our muscles located on our lower body. So you're doing a full body routine. Great. So you have, you know, you're going to work two days a week. You know, you're going to work everything, total body. Now plan your workout. Now plan your workout. So what do you need to work? I like to think about working the body like four ways, upper body, lower body, front and back. So you want to make sure you get the top part of your body, the lower part of the body, the front part of the body and the back part of the body. And I'm going to give you exercises that do all of this. So you do not leave anything untouched, unworked and everything gets its time in the sun. Now, for exercise order, when you're planning your workout, you know you're going to do full body. What do you do first? Well, of course, you do your warm-up first, and I'll put a link to a little warm-up that I really like to do, that I do myself. You want to start out with the bigger movements. What do you mean by bigger? I mean bigger. Compound, in exercise physiology terms, is called compound movements. That means you're working more than one muscle group for the movement. For example, would be 
a dumbbell bench press. So you laying on a bench or on the floor, you have your dumbbells, you're holding them straight over your chest, you're bending your arms, and then you're extending your arms up, back up to the starting position. Dumbbell bench press. That works. Your shoulders, the main muscle is your pecs, your chest, and it also works your triceps. Compound movement, meaning it works more than one muscle. What is the other type of movement would be an isolation exercise. That would be your tricep extension because you're only working the tricep muscle. Now, tricep extension, you can do those many ways, but let's take, for example, you have one dumbbell. You're going to hold it with two hands above your head and you're going to lower it behind your head and then you're going to lower it behind your head by bending your arms and then you're going to extend your arms straight up. That would just work mainly one muscle group and that would be the triceps. Another example of a compound movement would be a pull-up. Your pull-up works your back and your biceps. Isolation movements would be your bicep curl. So you want to start out with the compound movements because they work more muscle groups. You're going to fatigue your body faster. And then the last part of your workout, you can do your isolation movements. Now, this is a beginner plan. This is not to say every workout that I do is like this. Even though I'm not a beginner by any means, I do, this is how I, I plan my workouts. I do my compound movements first. A lot of times you see me like squatting. I do not squat at the end of a workout. <laughs> you see me with that bar loaded with a lot of plates. You know, I'm probably doing that first thing because that taxes my body a whole lot. I want to be able to give it all I got um, with that movement. I don't need to be doing that movement when I'm tired because that is something that's going to lead to energy, energy is to <laughs> um, injury. So your compound movements first, isolation movements last. Rep range. You want to keep the rep range into 8 to 20. 99. For you guys, for, for just starting out, I would say like 95% of the time. Not 8 to 20 reps per exercise. Meaning that if you're going to do some bicep curls, you pick a weight that is challenging. Say your, your rep range, you get your workout in your rep range is 10 reps. You're going to make your rep range 10 reps. You want that those last couple of reps to be challenging. Now, the reason you don't want to go below that is because that is mainly like strength that you're training. And we want to train both strength and hypertrophy with a rep range of 8 to 20. You're going to do that with more like hypertrophy. You're going to just going to increase help increase your muscle strength and mass. I'm not saying getting bulky at all. That is not what that means by increasing your mass. That is just making your muscle stronger and thicker. <laughs> and that is what you want um, to get, and I use this term loosely, toned. Okay, so there's really no such thing as like training to get toned um, or muscle tone. There is such thing as muscle tone, but there's not a physiologic mechanism to get tone. That looking tone is, has a lot to do with gaining muscle mass and then decreasing your body fat. So to look toned, I say that loosely. Sorry, that is loose. She's having to chime in. Lou, my cat, I apologize for that. 
Um, so to get toned, that is the range that you want. And understand me using that term loosely, tone meaning um, increasing mass by losing body fat. So you look tight, tight, you know, that you're not loosey goosey. So, and that's why that's our whole, that's one of our goals in strength training. So we do give our body the shape that we want it while increasing strength and making it a more functional, better working machine. Rep range, 8 to 20. You don't want to do more than 20 because that gets some more endurance, which that's not really what we're training for. We're not really training for endurance. Now, sets. So, reps means like how many you're going to do. So, if you do, you say your exercise is squats. Reps are, okay, you're going to do 10, 10 at a time. How many sets? That means how many times are you going to do 10? I suggest starting out. You do two sets, so that means two sets of 10. That means two times you do 10, 10, 10 repetitions. I suggest two to three sets of those. And then sometimes, and as you progress, this number can change. Normally, even advanced trainees don't go more than four sets. I myself very rarely do five sets unless I'm doing something in the really low rep range. If I'm training for strength, like for my powerlifting competition, I was training a lot in the lower reps because I was just training for strength, not hypertrophy at all. And I was having to do more more sets so I could get more volume in. So you want two to three sets. Now intensity. So we've gone over the rep range. We've gone over the sets. We've gone over the exercise order. The intensity, if you're coming from, if you did athletics growing up, you have a little advantage over someone who is not. And that's not to say that the person who has never done athletics cannot get there, but it's just maybe a little bit more foreign to your body is the intensity. Like if you grew up like like playing competitive soccer, if you grew up like doing gymnastics like I did, like you kind of understand like how to push your body Um in exercise than someone who's never had that opportunity and meaning that a lot of us who have done sports know the difference between like a muscle burn that we're because we're working it than an injury and it may like your body sometimes like just because you haven't experienced it's not to say that you, you can't get there and you will get there like working out you will get there your body will will learn super quick completely doable but at first your body freaks out because you're starting to do these exercises and your muscle is burning you're like oh my god like your head is saying this hurts I have to stop if you've done sports you know that hurt is good you know that you're working your muscle if you haven't you may think oh my gosh I'm injuring myself this is not good I need to stop so you need something that can be acquired is to learn to buffer the intensity when you start to feel discomfort that is a good thing the good discomfort. Now, if you start to, you know, if you feel like a, I would say a sharp, intense pain, like that came out of nowhere, you know, like to, to, to stop, like stop immediately. But we're talking about a burning sensation in the muscle that builds as you continue to do the exercise. That is good. The intensity that you want to work toward is when you are doing, say you're doing 10 squats, those last Two or three are very are difficult. Like you really have to work hard. Like you're feeling it. And doing a couple more will be very challenging. And on an RPE scale, that's rate of perceived exertion, RPE. 
you would want to be at a seven to eight. Possibly you might could even go to a nine. One, at a scale of one, you don't really feel a whole lot. Like, that's, like, super easy. Five is, okay, you know, I could do this for a while. Seven to eight is, like, I'm feeling it. And I don't really don't think I could do a whole lot more. I probably couldn't do maybe three more. Like, if my life depended on it, I probably could, but I really couldn't. That is what I want you to get to. That will take a while. That's what I feel like is probably the most... I wouldn't say important thing of your workout, but it's a very important thing. And I feel like a lot of women are afraid to get there. And I'm going to challenge you to get there, to feel, to tap into that. That is amazing. Like I, I feel like, (laughs) I don't know if it like it makes you produce more endorphins or what, but I love getting to that intensity. That's how I know I've had a good workout. So I challenge you to get to that RP of seven to eight. And you can get to that easily on these. On, this doesn't mean, just because the exercise is basic doesn't mean the workout is not doing your body what it needs to be doing or doing, or does just because the workout is like simple, like you're doing simple movements, doesn't mean the workout is not good. So I challenge you to get to that intensity of a seven to eight. Now, moving on, moving on. Now, you know about exercise order. You know about rep range. You know about sets. You know about intensity. What should you do? Now, before you grab the weights, if you've never done these movements, I suggest that you practice them without a weight. I am going to give you links of these movements on my YouTube channel so you can practice these movements without a weight first so that is my instruction to make sure you know how to do them without a weight and then you can pick up pick up the weight and it may take a workout or two to kind of figure out what weight you're at and you may realize that you progress super fast like one week you can only do 10 pounds with the bicep curls and next week oh my gosh you're doing 15 that's not to say you're your body's having neuromuscular adaptations like your brain is learning how to do the movement um, you're not really getting stronger that much fat that fast, but you're having improvements neurologically within the muscle. Um, that is super important. Like that is the first thing that you will notice is that you'll probably be able to jump weights really quick if this is your first time in the in the first couple of weeks because you're like body's like oh my god like I can do this like give it to me give me some more weight like I can take it. Um, which I think is like a really cool. So do the work, do the movements without weights. You may realize too, in the first couple of weeks that you are progressing super fast with your weights because you're challenging yourself and you're having those um, neuromuscular adaptations. Now the movements, I'm gonna give you eight movements that I would do in your first workout. Like you can do this workout that I'm giving you two times a week for a month and it will serve you a tremendous amount, especially if this is your first time. And I also want to say that these movements that I'm giving you, yeah, I put a lot of variation in them. And I do them a lot of different ways. But y'all, these are the foundational movements that I do, that I do in my in my routine. I have been working out and lifting weights seriously for over 20 years. 
And this is what I still do. These are the core, okay? This is what's going to get you where you want to go is this foundation. So get your pen and paper ready. <laughs> and if you need to, if you want to write these down, and I will give them to you. I will um, go over a little bit of, honestly, I'll probably just give you the exercises. I may give you some of the key tips. I'm not actually, to keep this a little bit shorter, I am just going to give you the exercises and tell you why I like them. And then on my YouTube channel, I'll give you a little bit more explanation on how to do them. So I think it would be kind of hard for me to coach you through them, especially if you're not like watching them correctly right now. Okay, the first exercise is a squat. Y'all, if y'all know anything about me, you know I love to squat. You know, I made three world records in the squat because I absolutely love it. It is my exercise. <laughs> Why do I love it? Not only I love it just because I like to do it, it's because it works everything, especially if you're holding dumbbells in your hands. It's going to give you, it's, you're going to have to use some grip strength, some upper body a little bit with the squat if you're holding dumbbells by your side. So the dumbbell squat is a main foundational movement it works the front of your body meaning that your front of your legs and it works the backside too it is great for the glutes next movement in your workout i want you to do are romanian deadlifts now this works what I like to call the posterior chain. And I was talking with Ash. We're talking about deadlifts this morning in the kitchen. I was trying to think of posterior chain. I said the ash chain. So if you can think of of um, deadlifts as working the ash chain, if that kind of makes it um, like ring a bell, like why do you do deadlifts is to work your backside because you are hinging at the hip. You're bending at the hips. You are keeping your legs slightly, knees slightly bent, and you're sticking your, your butt out and bending down and coming back up. That works the posterior chain. So we've nailed that. Lower body with squats and Romanian deadlifts. Next, moving on to the dumbbell bench press. And if you don't have a bench, you do this on the floor, the floor press. Or if you have a stability ball, you do it on the stability ball. We are working. This is a compound movement. You can see we're still doing compound movements. We are working the upper body. We are doing that in a compound fashion with the dumbbell chest press main muscle group, the pecs, with minor, minor muscle groups being the shoulders and the triceps. Now we're moving on to the dumbbell row. This is another compound movement. And with this movement, you have the dumbbells by your side, slightly bent over at the hips. Hold the dumbbells down by your side and bend your elbows back and up. This works, compound movement, working your back and working your biceps. Now we have exercise number five. Dumbbell shoulder press. This is also going to be a compound movement. We main muscle groups being the shoulders and the triceps. So you can sit or stand with this movement. Have your palms of your hand, dumbbells in each hand, palms of your hand facing forward. Hold the dumbbells right down at your shoulders and extend your 
arms overhead, and then back down. Next exercise. We are now moving on to our isolation exercises with bicep curls. You can stand with this exercise, or, or you can sit down, but I suggest you stand. It's going to use a little bit more of your core stability. You stand, have a dumbbell in each hand, palms of your hand facing forward, and just curl the dumbbells up towards you. The next exercise, overhead tricep extension, one dumbbell in both hands. Hold it overhead. Start out behind with your elbows bent with the dumbbell behind your head, holding it in both hands and just extend your arms up overhead. Isolation exercise. Now, to end everything, we have worked. This is a total body workout. Now, y'all, there are so many variations, but this will get you comfortable lifting weights. If you get comfortable doing with the form, get comfortable with breathing. I will go over that in just a second. Um, this is your basic program, okay? So you have your squats, which is going to be your lower body, working the glutes and your quads. So it works anterior chain and posterior chain. You have the Romanian deadlifts, which is lower body working the backside, are really good. You have the bench press, upper body compound movement, dumbbell row, upper body compound movement, dumbbell shoulder press, upper body compound movement, bicep curls, isolation, tricep extension, isolation, and then we're going to end up with some crunches, and you can do some little Russian twists. And I'm going to show you all of these on the YouTube channel. So please, in the links below, just please check these out. Oh, one other thing. Okay, so um, when you're breathing, you want to exhale on the on the exertion on the ex exertion part. Don't hold your breath at all when you're trying to um, exert on the lift. For instance, if you're doing the squat, so when you're coming up, when you're extending your legs straight, you want to breathe out. So you want to kind of take a deep breath in, and then as you exhale, you want to push up. So for the deadlifts, as you, um, when you bend down and as you extend up, that's when you exhale. If this is a little bit too difficult to think about, just remember to breathe. Don't hold your breath when you're lifting weights. Um, there's something that can happen. You can, the val you can do the Valsalva maneuver, which is you can like hold your breath at, at the wrong time and you can actually pa pass out. So just don't hold your breath. And if you can think about getting your breathing, the exhale on the exertive, on the push or the extension part of the exercise, whatever you're having to exert for us, that's going to be um, the best flow, the best, best breathing pattern. I get this question a lot. Um, can, can I just do machines? Like, why do I have to do free weights? Y yes, machines are great. And mach like, I still use machines. I go to the, to the gym, and there's some things that I like to do on machines. But machines put your body in a fixed position. You cannot get the freedom and the range of motion that you can get with free weights. And I think that's really important. It's really important for our core stability. It's really important to be able to move the muscles like in different planes of movement. So I wouldn't say that machines are bad, but I would say that you need to do them. You definitely need to do a mix. If you're just doing all machines now, you should add some free weights into your routine for sure no hand, hands down like you there's no way like I, I'll use the Smith machine and that's like the bar the thing they have they don't have like a free um 
rack at Planet Fitness. I'll use that, but I always, I don't use that instead of doing my squats. I use that in addition to doing my squats during the week. The next question I get is, um, can I overwork a muscle? Like, I'm afraid that if I do my workout um, too many times, too many days in a row, I'll overwork a, a muscle. That's why it's important to have rest days in between, especially if you're a beginner. You want to make sure you have rest days in between. And also, you will most likely not overwork a muscle, but you will overwork soft tissue, connective tissue, mainly tendons and joints, and you'll get a t- you could get a tendonitis. So especially if you're just doing all machines and you do the same machines like every day, like that can possibly lead to injury just because you're doing the same movements time and time again in the same um, plane Uh, and your body likes variety likes to move around in different ways so I suggest that you make sure that your program is your, pro, your program is correct and, and, and what you're doing and how many days a week and what exercise you're doing and if you're doing free weights or machines because that can come into play. Make sure that you ask a trainer, ask a coach that you trust like to help you with the plan if you're not sure yourself. Also, personally, and this is how it worked for me, this is what I have used to continue to progress is that I'm a big fan of programs, not random workouts. Like you can get a random workout off the internet, like any random workout and you can do it and you can get your movement in, which is great. It's better than sitting on the couch. But if you want to see like steady progress, you want to track your progress, you will have like results oriented. I suggest you have a program that has ways for progression so you can Increase the program, decrease it, add different exercises in if you're not getting the results that you want. That is what I do. I stay on a program at least a month before I change my exercises, meaning that every Monday I'll do the same workout. And for me, because I am more advanced, I normally lift weights five days a week. Every Tuesday I do the same workout. Wednesday is my day off, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I like this because, number one, if it's a new workout, my body gets you learns it meaning that the first time I do a workout if I've never done the exercises before I'm not able to put as forth as much effort or intensity in it just because like it's new you know like you're learning so by the second or third time I do it like I can really go balls out and really put a lot of intensity toward the workout so personally if you're interested in progressions and won't I wouldn't say like you can get results off like random workouts too but it's a lot harder so if you want more consistent results a program so you want to make sure you're on a program you have progressions that are built into the program you have a coach or a trainer you can talk to to make sure you're doing the exercise correctly also too like if you're overtraining like you can start to really see a decrease in your performance and not understand why a coach is going to be able to point that out to you Um, also if maybe you need a little extra motivation or accountability a coach is good for that as well so there are a lot of benefits in, in having someone help you with your exercise program now super excited now if you guys are all interested like if, you, if you're just starting out like weightlifting 
and this is like first, like really first time. Like if you you are feel comfortable with dumbbells and you've done this quite a few times, you maybe just need a little extra like motivation. Um, please join our Facebook group. But if you're interested, my free Facebook group. But if you're interested in getting started on your weightlifting journey, y'all, I am holding a course coming up. I'm super excited. It's a two-week course, a two-week course slash challenge. It's called Lift Like a Boss, Building Confidence and Sculpting Strength with Free Weights. Now, this is for your first-time weightlifter, uh, first-time like dumbbell user. Like, So we're going to go over everything. We're going to go over form. We're going to go over how to breathe. We're going to go in way more depth than I went in today on like how to lift weights and what to do. We're going to go over exercises. I will give you a workout to do, and it's going to be on the app. You can track your progress. We're going to meet up weekly. So we'll do two live classes, and we'll meet up weekly. We'll talk about things like where you may need help. We'll celebrate your victories. Y'all, it's going to be so I'm, – I'm so super excited about this, like so excited the workouts, they will be in a challenge form. So it'll be like fun. So you can track them. We, we, you can track them on the, on the app. And so we can motivate each other to get them done. We'll, we'll start out um, super basic. Like we talked about today, a lot of the same things that we talked about today, we'll go over in the class, but in so much more detail and definitely live. Like you definitely, you can hear this, but you have to do it for really it to sink in if it's your first time. And the main focus on this class, like, yes, I want you to um, be able to do the workouts. But, y'all, like, I want this to flip the switch on your mentality about, like, lifting weights. Like, I want you to be able, after this class, you guys, like, you go over to that dumbbell rack. Whether you're at home, whether you're in a commercial gym, whether you're at a gym in a hotel, and you go over to that dumbbell rack, you know what you're doing. You grab your dumbbells, you get your workout done, and you're like, man, I did this, like, I'm boss, like freaking boss. I went, like, who cares if there's like gazillion like teenage guys like around, like watching. You know what you're doing. You know that you're doing it right. You're doing your compound movements. You're doing your upper body. You're doing your lower body. You're working like you own it. Cannot wait. Cannot freaking wait. So please check that out. I'll be introducing more of those details on my Facebook group coming up. So, thank you all for tuning in to the Fem Strong Podcast. Y'all, I truly appreciate you so much, so incredibly much. If there is a topic about fitness, nutrition, training mindset you want to hear, let me know. Let's do it. Just drop me a note below. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a beat. Come check us out at our free Facebook private group, Fem Strong. You can find me on Instagram, Fem Strong Fit. And on threads now, I just joined threads. And on the web at Fem Strong Fit, y'all. Till next time, keep crushing it, have fun, and stay strong.